Right, good evening. Hope you're all well. Um, as always, our learning is uh, Magno Matzah, trying to uh, protect our Achenu B'nai Israel. There's a lot of rumors going on about what's happening in Eretz Yisrael. We just know that a lot happens in the middle of the night, apparently, for the Tzava. So all of our learning in general, but especially right now, should be focused in their direction. We're going to be learning Maseches Bava Kama, Daf Kimmel, and we're starting on the bottom of Beis and Beis, four lines from the bottom, four lines from the bottom, and uh, we're going to be discussing uh, at length today the Shita of Rav Papa. Let's review. We learned in our Mishnah that there are Arba Avos Nesikinim. There are four types of Avos, of damages, in regards to the world of uh, of this Masechta, Maseches Nesikinim, Bava Kama. Now, we know from the world of Shabbos that Toldos and Avos are the same. We know from the world of Tuma, from the world of Tuma, that Avos and Toldos are not the same. But what about Nazikin? Rav Papa gave a cryptic answer. He said, sometimes Avos are like Toldos and sometimes are not. So yesterday we heard the first half, which is that sometimes Avos are like Toldos. We concluded that Karen damages of the horn, the Av and the Toldos are the same. So now the Gemara wants to figure out uh, what exactly is going on with the rest of these Shitas. So the Gemara says... Where did I where did I stop on Shabbos? Uh, Ella told it to Karen Kikaren. Is that where we stopped? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Papa What Rav Papa was talking about when he said that there are some times that Avos are not like Toldos, that is talking about Shane and Regal. We know Karen is Avos like Toldos. That we know. Where is it that Avos are not like Toldos? It must be by Shane Regal. So the Gemara says, all right. Let's discuss the Mari Makomos behind Shein Veregel. Shein Veregel Hechaksivi. Where do we see in the Torah that uh, we learn out that Shein and Regel are Avos? The Gemara says the Tanya. The Brisa writes Vishilach. Take a look at the Pasuk on the side so we have a full context. The Pasuk writes in Sefer Shmos, Ki Yav'er Ish Sade Ocharem, Cherem. If a person burns the field of a friend, Vishilach es Beiro, and he is Vishilach, and Rashi, or oh, the Gemara says over here, Vishilach Zeharegel. That is the damage of the animals that walk through your land, that traipse through your fields, and that damage by crouching, whatever the case may be. Vishilach Zeharegel, and the Gemara continues two lines from the bottom. And how do we know that Vishilach and Regel, those two words, are even connected to one another? Mehechatesi. The Gemara says, don't worry, Vichenu Omer, Mishalachay, Regel, Hashor, Beachamor. We see that the word Mishalachay, Shalach, and Shor are in the same Pasuk. So therefore, I'm sorry, Shalach and Regel are in the same Pasuk. Therefore, we see. Marimakom that uh, Shilach is Regel. And the Gemara says on the last line in this Brisa, Uvier Zehashain, when that same Pasuk says, Uvier Bisteacher, he's going to be consuming in that field. How do animals consume in a field? They eat with their teeth. So Zuhashain, that's eating. Vechain, who Omer, this is also what the Pasuk says, Kasher Yivar Hagalol. Ad tumo. Until the galal, which uh, the second uh, pshat in Rashi over here is a, is a graf shall rate, it's fecal matter. So when an animal goes to the bathroom, sometimes it's seen, sometimes it's not seen, just like shame, just like teeth. Sometimes we smile, you can see the pearly whites, sometimes not. So the Gemara says that's how we know that the word be'er is a reference to teeth. That's the end of the brysa. In other words, what this brysa's function was, was to teach us that there are these avos called shane and regal. We haven't yet explained how the toldos are similar to the, uh, are, are different than the than the avos. We're going to discuss that at the bottom of the page. But that's the brysa that gives us the base mari makomos for shane and regal. But the Gemara has a couple of problems with this brysa. And at the top of Gimel Amid Aleph, we start our analysis. Omar Mar Bashilach, we had said Zuha regal, and we had quoted from a pasuk, Vechein hu omer meshalche regal ashor 
So the Gemara makes a diuk. It seems to be that taima, that the only reason why we said that the word vishilach is connected to the word regel is because the cost of rachmana, the, the second pasuk of mishalche regel ashor What's implied? Halav hachi, maybe we wouldn't have thought it was regel. Bemai mukmasla. Without the second pasuk, what would I have thought about the word vishilach? Ikeren. If I might have thought that maybe the word vishilach was referring to a horn, to the keren, can't be because ksiv. We already have a pasuk that speaks about keren, ayin dafbeis. We learned this yesterday. And ishain, and if you want to say that the word vishilach is arbitrary and we don't know what it means, and maybe we should say it means shame, that can't be either because ksiv, because the brysa uses the word uvier at the end of the brysa, at the bottom of bezim and bez, to teach us that shain is an av of, of nazik and therefore ksiv. So, if that's the case, why then do we even need this? It should be rather obvious as to what it means. We don't even need it at all. Leave it out. We should know that regal is its own, uh, it's its own um, av malacha, and I don't need to psukim. I should have known, even without the second pasuk, that the word vishilach is a reference to regal. Says the Gemara, five lines down on Gemala Manalaf. No, it's rich. We need both psukim, vishilach, and mishalche regal hashor ve'achamor. Why? Because Salkadaita Chamina, I might have thought, I could have learned these two psukim. Um, with, I, I could have made a mistake and learned these two psukim as both talking about Shane, meaning Vishilach and Uvier. I could have thought that those two psukim were talking about Shane. How could I have thought that the word Vishilach and Uvier were talking about Shane? The ha, one of the psukim was talking about the Michal Yakarna, where the damage was so significant that the actual principle is gone, meaning the animal was uh, doing what he was doing in the field. He was biting at the roots and now nothing else can grow. That's the mechalia karna. Even the basic principle that was there is gone. So maybe that's what vishilach means. And had the lo karna, and another pasuk is saying that, no, the damages are different if he ruins them but doesn't destroy their growth in the future. Kamash Malan, that that distinction is an unreasonable distinction. And but when the, when the b'risa brings the second pasuk, it shows us that that distinction is not valid, and therefore, the shilach is coming to teach us regel, and ubir is coming to teach us shame. Says the Gemara, all right, I, I hear your svara. But v'hashta de'ukimna aregel, now that you've told me that the word v'shilach is a reference to the av malacha, uh, the, the av nezikin, I should say, of regel, shein delo mechal yakarna minalat. And how do we know about the lack of distinction between whether or not the principle is destroyed? Says the Gemara, don't worry. They're in the same Pasuk. Vashilach, which, which is Regel, is in the same Pasuk of Uvier. Dum the Regel, and they therefore have similarities. Ma Regel, just like when it comes to the Regel of an animal. Loshna Mechal Yakarna, Veloshna Lo Mechal Yakarna. It makes no difference if the damage that is done is more permanent or more temporary. Afshain, the same is true by Shane. Loshna Mechal Yakarna, Veloshna Lo Mechal Yakarna. So we analyzed and tore apart the first part of this brisa, and we've concluded so far with clarity that we needed both psukim. We needed the Pasuk of Vishilach. We needed the Pasuk of Mashalche Regel. There is no question that Vishilach teaches us about Regel. There is no question that Uvier teaches us about Shane. Good to go. Again, we haven't even gotten to Rav Papa yet, which really will be the focus of today. We're going to get there toward the bottom of the page. Because remember what Rav Papa, we're trying to figure out from Rav Papa what he meant when he said that sometimes by Nazikin the Toldos and the Elbos are not the same. We're not there yet. We're still analyzing the Brisa. And here is the analysis of the second half of the Brisa. We're about a fifth of the way down, 12 lines down. Amar Mar. 
We had said in our brisa at the bottom of Beis and Beis, Uvier Zo Hashen. And then here too, we brought a second pasuk. And the Gemara here asks a very similar line of reasoning. Why bother with Tupsukim? It seems to be, Taima, that the reason why we hold that Uvier is Shane is because of the second pasuk. The Kas of Rachman, Remember, as we said in Rashi, if you look at the second line of Rashi, that the teeth, we eat food and it consumes and then, then the animal goes to the bathroom, whatever the case may be. It seems that the only reason that's, that we assume that Shane is and beer are related is because of that second pasuk of kasher yivar hagalal atumo halafachi. But if not for that second pasuk, what else would I have established that word uvier to mean? If you wanted to say that perhaps I would have misappropriated the word and assumed that uvier taught us ikera, and that can't be because ksiv, that's already that already has a dedicated pasuk as we learned yesterday. And iregel, and if you want to say that it's talking about regel, well, that's the first part of our Mishnah of Vishilach, and therefore, see, therefore, there's nothing left for us to analyze there. And it seems to be that it's rather obvious that the word um, uvier means shane. Why bring the second pasuk? So here too, the Gemara says, Itzrich, we need both psukim. We're about a third of the way down. I might have thought that maybe I would have thought that, yes, the word Vishilach is, is talking about regel. But if you didn't give me the second pasuk by Shane, I, would have thought, I might have thought that Uvier is also talking about regel. How so? In one case, we're talking about an animal that causes damages with the regel when they were mimela, when they were grazing on their own. Without, without the bailim pushing them there, they walked into your field and started grazing. But perhaps, perhaps maybe we could have learned the second pasuk of, of Uvier to teach us that when I send my cow to graze in your field, that that's different. Kamash Malan, that there is no difference. The animal's grazing on its own. The animal is not muad. The animal is just eating. And he doesn't know what kind of grass he's eating. He doesn't know who it belongs to. He could be eating in my yard or yours. He's a cow. He doesn't know what's going on. That's it. So the Gemara says, Kamash Malan, because we didn't want you to assume that perhaps both the Shilach and Uvir are discussing Regal, we therefore brought the second pasuk. Fine. So now we know conclusively that the word uvir is a reference to shame. Then the Gemara says, okay, now that you've established that the word uvir is talking about shame, about the av nazikin of shame, how do we know that there's no difference in the in the hezek of an animal eating because I sent the animal there or because the animal grazed, walked there on his own? Says the Gemara, don't worry. Remember that the word Vishilach and Uvir are in the same pasuk. Vishilach is a reference to Regel, and Uvir is a reference to Shein. And says the Gemara, Dum Yudashein, Ma Shein, Loshna Shilcha Shlucha, Shluche, Loshna De Azal Memela. Just like when an animal eats food that it shouldn't be eating, it doesn't matter uh, if it went there on its own or if you sent it. Af Regel, the same thing is true of the feet damaging the property. Loshna Shalcha Shluche, Loshna Azla Memela. Makes no difference at all. So says the Gemara, well, okay, I hear what you're saying. I got it. But perhaps we could have simplified what our learning should be. Says the Gemara, Maybe I could get away with only having the Pasuk say the word Vishilach. Uh, and maybe I don't need the word Uvier at all. 
that maybe the word Vishilach actually implies both the Av Nazikin of Regel and the Av Nazikin of Shane. How so? Mashma Regel, the word Vishilach teaches us Regel, Dixib Meshalche Regel Ashor Vachamor, as we've already seen. There's a word association in the Pasuk. Shalach and Regel are in the same Pasuk. But there's another Pasuk that has the word Shalach with the word Shane. Says the Gemara, Umashma Shane, Shenemar Vishane Behemos, Ashalach Bam. What do we see here? Shalach and Shane are in the same Pasuk. So asks the Gemara, You did well explaining the Brisa to me. I understand what you're saying. But still, I'm going to push you one more time. Because the word Vishilach has a word association both to Regel and to Shane. And if that's true, then perhaps only the word Vishilach is valuable to us and not, and not the word Uvir. Says the Gemara, Ilav If not for the fact that there was an extra Pasuk of Uvir, Hava Amina, I might have thought, Oha, Oha, that it was only one or the other, Regel or Shane. But not both. Maybe O Regel de Hezeko Matsui. Maybe I would have thought that the word Vishilach is only talking about a case of a damage that's very common, which is animals walking. If you've ever gone anywhere on like a horse ride, you can see that the footmarks of a horse as they walk are deep. They could easily ruin the grass that you're growing and the plants that you're that you're harvesting. Easily, no problem at all. So maybe that's what Vishilach meant. It's only talking about Regel. Oh, Shane, or perhaps the word Vishilach is only talking about Shane, the Yesh Hanala Hezeko, because there it's there's there's Hanala there for the Hezek. And maybe that's what Vishilach is talking about. The Gemara says, that I don't understand. Michti, let's analyze. Shkulen Hain. The fact that Regel is Hezeko Matsui and Shane is Yesh Hanola Hezeko, there are two uniquenesses, I agree. But who cares? There are two uniquenesses, so, but they're level playing field. The Avosh Neim, the Haim How do you know which one to even take out? So perhaps we should still say Vishilach means both Regel and Shane. And the Gemara says a little bit more than halfway down, no, not correct. And back to square one, we need to answer the question again. Itzrich, we still need to have both Psukim. I might have thought that there's a difference between when an animal is sent to do damage versus when an animal goes on his own. The reason why we have the second word in the Pasuk of Uvier is to remind us to make sure that we know that this animal that damages does not know where he is. These animals are clueless. They see grass, they eat. It's very simple. They live a simple life. And if I send them to your yard, just, just go eat over there. They don't know what they're doing. So says the Gemara, that's what we needed to know by having the word uvir. We're not much different, but we put food in front of us. Also, if you want a kiddish, you go whatever. Right. I hope, I hope we're mavchin a little bit between, uh, we at least hopefully make a bracha, like a gentle distinction between. Have you been to our kiddish? Uh, no, I actually have not been to your kiddish. No, not my kiddish, our kids' kiddish. Mm. <laughs> Where I don't know if you're talking about the kids, you're talking about the kids or the adults. I don't even know uh, which which age bracket you're talking. About. Yeah, moo. It's true. It's a big problem. Okay, so that's what the Gemara says. Um, we're done with this section. Now we have Mari Makomos. The importance of these Mari Makomos is that every Av Nazikin has to have a pasuk. So Karen yesterday had a as a pasuk. Now Regal has a pasuk. Now Shane has a pasuk. We're going to have to hold on to these in our memory banks throughout the Masechta because Avos Nazikin, Rashi says this in the beginning of the Masechta, and he says that all of the Avos Nazikin are coded in, in the Psukim themselves. So we've got Karen, Shane, and Regal now done. Let's get back to yesterday's sugya, which is Rav Papa told us that sometimes Nazikin, 
the avos are like the toldos, and sometimes not. Karen, yesterday we said Karen, avos are like toldos. So ask the Gemara now, tolda deshain maihi. If you want to tell me that Rav Papa is teaching us that the avos and toldos by shain are different, well then what are the toldos of shain? Let's dig in. And the Gemara says, and I'm just going to give you a fair warning, we're going to see six answers here before we get to the bottom of it. That'll be the end of the day today. We're going to answer this question. But just to say for the third, fourth time, I just want to be super clear. We're answering the following question. Rav Papa told us that Nazikin is sometimes Avos and Toldos are the same. And sometimes Avos and Toldos are not the same. He checked off the first box. By Karen, by horn damage, Avos and Toldos are the same. Where do we see by Nazikin that Avos and Toldos are not the same? So this is answer number one by Shane, by the world of teeth. Says the Gemara, how um, how can we see the Toldos? The Gemara says, Nishachecha bekosa Let's say you see an animal, it has a little bit of an itch on its back. It walks over to a mud brick wall and it rubs the side of it of its back on the mud brick wall to itch a scratch. Or Vitinfa Peros Lahana He sees a big vat, what he thinks is water. What you spent is twenty thousand dollars on harvesting olives, and the cow jumps right in and rolls around because he likes the cold water. Right? So this is damaging. These are told as of shame. So says the Gemara. If that's the example of a tolda of Shane, then the Avos and Toldos are the same. My Shna, Shane, the Yeshanah when we talk about Shane, if an animal damages by eating, so there, the Yeshanah the animal is enjoying what he's doing, even though it's Hezek. And for me as the owner, that's true by Shane. Haninami, the cases of Nishachacha Bakosel, and the case of Vitinfa Peros, Yeshanah so therefore, the Avos and Toldos are the same. So therefore, that answer cannot work because we're looking now to fill the bucket of Rapapa where Avos and Toldos are different. Says the Gemara, you're 100% right. Three-fourths of the way down, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. Elatolda de Shane Kishain. The Toldos of Shane are like the Avos of Shane. No difference. And now what we've done is we have gotten two things on one side of the screen here, which is that the Avos and Toldos of both Karen and Shane are the same. So now let's move along to answer number two. When Rav Papa was trying to teach us that there's a difference between Avos and Toldos, that was a Tolda de Regel. That was talking about the Tolda of Regel. Let's analyze this one. Okay. Tolda de Regel Maihi. What are the toldos of the Av Nezikin of Regel? Hezeka begufa derechilucha, an animal's walking, got a big belly, and as it's walking, it knocks things down and they break. Or Bisara derechilucha, it has a long mane and the hair gets caught in the, in the jewelry uh, thing at the flea market, tears the whole thing down, breaks everything. Bishalif Shalea, packages on the animal, also overladen, hanging off the sides and breaks something. The rain that's in its mouth, the rain that gets stuck on something and breaks things. The bell that's on it. All of these things are the toldas of regel. So says the Gemara, perhaps this is what Rav Papa meant when he said that avos and toldas are different, that in regel, the avnazikin, it's one halacha and all the toldas are different. Says the Gemara, I'm not having it. No, because Maishna Regel, what about the Avnazikin? By Regel, the Hezek is very commonplace, and you are Chayev on its Shmira. Haninami, all of the examples that you just gave as Toldos are also the same category. Same exact parameters. The Avos and Toldos are the same. 
So strike two. The Gemara says you're 100% right. Eight, nine lines from the bottom. You're right. So now let's remember, we have all on one side, Karen, Shane, and Regal. All three of those, Avos, Nazikin, and their Toldos are the same. Rav Papa, we still need an answer from you. The Gemara says, Rav Papa, Atolda Debor. Perhaps we're talking about a different tol, a different av malacha. We're talking about, about the av nazikin of bor, damages that are caused by a pit. If you leave a pit open and you're achroi for that pit, then when somebody falls into that pit, you are on the hook. Let's analyze. Tolda de bor I know what the av of bor is. That's if uh, you know I damage something because of the pit that I have. What are the toldos? Ilema that av yud the tolda tes. If you want to say that the Av Malacha of Bor is when the depth of the pit is 10, and the Tolda of Bor is when the depth is only 9, a little bit more shallow, that's an arbitrary distinction. Because if it's 9 deep or 10 deep, you made that up. The Torah doesn't tell us that. So how can you distinguish between an Av and a Tolda when the Torah doesn't tell us what the, what the Av is? Says the Gemara, well, that's actually not a good question. The distinction between 9 and 10 might be very valuable. Hello, Kasha, six lines from the bottom on Gimel Amaralek. Why? Because the Torah says that when an animal falls into the board, that the mace will belong to the, to the plaintiff. The rabbis have the following presumption in halacha. Yud Misa. When there is a board that's 10 tfachim deep, that will kill an animal that falls into it. But Tess, if the depth of the pit is only nine and not ten, nizakin avde misalo avde, it will damage your animal, but it will not kill your animal. So therefore, the Gemara says that perhaps this then is the distinction that the av malacha is when there's ten tefachim deep in the bore, and the tolda is only nine. Says the Gemara, no, four lines from the bottom. Sof sof ze av lemisa ze av lenizakin. No. Those are different now. If you're saying that 10 deep kills and 9 deep doesn't, that's not the Av and the Tolda. That's an Av of, of, of Misa and an Av of Nizikin, but not a Tolda. Nizakin is not the same, not even close to the same as Misa. So therefore, the Gemara says, Ella, what are we talking about? What are the Toldas of a boar? A Tolda of a boar is just like a boar is dangerous when you leave it open. A tolda of a boar is leaving something else dangerous in public. Like, for example, Ella, a avno, a big stone, sakino, a knife, umasao, or a big package. Those are the toldas of boar. It's like if a child leaves Legos right outside your bedroom door before he goes to sleep, and then he cries for you in the middle of the night, and you step on those Legos. Those Legos are a Bor Birshus Harabim, and they are a Tolda of the Av Nizikin of Bor. So that's what the Gemara says, that perhaps those are considered to be the Toldas of Bor. And maybe, just maybe, we have an answer for a Papa, that maybe by Bor, the Av, which is the Bor, and the Tolda, which is dangerous items that are left stationary in public, maybe that's where the Av and the Tolda are not the same. The Gemara says, no dice, Hechidami. Afkirinhu. If I was mafkir, these dangerous items, the stone and the knife and anything else that I leave in public. So then, bain le rab, bain le shmuel hainu bor. 
everyone agree, would, would, would agree, this distinction of Rav and Shmuel is not helpful yet. It will be down the road. But Rav and Shmuel would all agree that Hainu Bor, it's the same thing. It's not a tolda. It is Bor. Bor is just an idea of don't leave things in public that are going to hurt people. That's not a difference between a tolda and an ab. Top of Gimel Amid Beis. If you left a massive stone or a knife in a public space and you were not mafkirit, according to Shmuel, then according to him, since you weren't mafkirit, then the stone is the same thing as the hole. And and if according to Rav we say that we learn our certain principles from Shore, again, we have to learn this sugya in a couple of days. So then Hainu Shore, then it's not a bore, but it's a shore because the shore in public is no different than a knife in public. But one way or the other, it's still not an av in a tolda. So the Gemara says, My When it comes to a bore. There, the Tchilas Asiyasol and Nezik, it was made to trap animals. It was made to be a hole in the ground. And it's your mamon and you're obligated to protect it. Hani Nami. All of these toldas are also Tchilas Asiyasol and Nezik. Umamon Chashmi Rasan Alecha. Answer number three has come and gone. Therefore, Bor, the Avos and the Toldos are the same. And therefore, now we have four things in the first category. We have Keren, we have Shane. We have Regel and we have Bor. All four of them, according to the Gemara, are in the category of Avos and Toldos are the same. So we still don't have an answer for a Papa. When would it be the case in the world of Nizikin that the Avos and the Toldos are not the same? The Gemara attempts with answer number four, six lines down on Gimel Amid Beis. We'll be stopping about six lines from the bottom of the page. Let's keep going. Tolda Debor Kibor, you're right. Ela Tolda Debor Kibor, Amarav. Ah, there's still one left in the Mishnah that we haven't even described yet. The only feature that we know about Mave is that it's a living creature. We saw that in the Mishnah. But other than that, we don't know what Mave is. We're going to see a hint to it now. At the bottom of the page, we're going to start the sugya of Mave, but we'll learn it right now at 30,000 feet. The Gemara says, My Nihu, what are the toldas of Mave? If you want to say, according to Shmuel, that when our Mishnah says that there's an Av Nezikin called Mavet, it's talking about Shane, Ha'ukimna, we already learned five minutes ago, told the Shane Kishain. That we already saw just a couple minutes ago. That was answer number one on the on the bottom of Gimel Amaralev. And Ile Rav Amar Mavet Adam, and according to Rav, who holds that Mavet, this damaging Av in our Mishnah, is talking about a person my avos, my toldos, ispe. When it comes to people, there's no avos and toldos when it comes to, Niz- to Nezikin. Maybe we could argue, when I'm awake and I do something damaging, that's my fault. But when I'm sleeping, that's a tolda? Absolutely not. Please listen to the next line. This is going to come up. It's impossible to say that. Adam muad la'olam. If you are a wild sleeper, and while you are sleeping, you swing your hand and break a lamp, you are muad le'olam. It's as if you're wide awake and did it on purpose. You're on the hook, and you have to pay for that. You have to pay for that chandelier. It's yours. That lamp is yours. Adam is muad le'olam. If Adam is muad le'olam, so then you can't tell me that the av is when I'm awake and the told is when I'm sleeping. There's no such thing. 
Av and Tolda are one and the same. Maybe you can say that perhaps that a person, uh, they spit something out of their mouth and it damages. Let's say someone has a very uh, delicate, easily stained garment and you spit on the garment. So says the Gemara, if that's what we're talking about, well, what's the case? If it's while he, if he did this on purpose, he's spitting it out on purpose, then that's koho, that's him doing the action. If I spit on your garment intentionally, that's me spitting on your garment. And ibasar denayich, and if it already landed on the ground, bein the rab, bein the shmuel, hainubor. Then again, it's not av and told of mabe, but once it lands on the ground, that's not them anymore. That's boar. That's like the knife sitting on the ground. That's like a, a pile, of the, the spittle on the ground. That's it's not the same. We don't have av and told of when it comes to a human being. The Gemara says you're 100% right. And now we're 0 for 4, really 0 for 5 if you break up Rav and Shmuel. Because Ela told the Demave Kemave. You're right. Now we have five things on the right side. It's unbelievable. Karen, Shane, Regel, Bor, and Mave. Five, we're 0 for 5 right now. So Rav Papa, you really, you're getting to the end of the wire here. We're almost out of options. We don't yet have a case in the world of Nazikin where the Avos and the Toldos are different. Please give us an answer. The Gemara says a third of the way down. You're right. Um, We're getting there. We're getting, this is still not going to be accepted, but we're getting there. Let's try this one. Maybe in the world of Aish, says Rav Papa, the Avos and the Toldos will be different. The Gemara says, okay, let's go through the same process that we've gone through four times already. Tolda de Aish, my Nihu. I know that Aish is one of the Avos Nazikin. Great. But what are the Toldos? A fire is moving. Let's say that I have on the top of the ledge of a very tall building, I have a rock and I have a knife and I have uh, something else. What was the other one? And a package. And I just gently go like this. Whoop. And now they're falling down. When they're falling and damaging things, that's the same thing as me starting a fire. So perhaps Aish, which is a fire I light over here and it burns the yard over there, maybe that's no different than me pushing a rock off the building and it ended up killing someone or damaging property down below. Because it's, it's moving. If it was stationary, it would be a bore. If it's not moving, then it's no different than a pit. But when we have it falling off the building and moving, so that's no different than Aish. So Aish is a fire. And what is the tolda of Aish? That's when I throw a rock off of a building. I lit the match, I dropped the rock. It's not throwing, it's actually... It's falling, right. It's even Ruach Matsuya. It has to be that way, actually. Right. Otherwise, it's which Koko. much more similar to the fire. Which is, which is blown by wind. Correct, correct. That's right. So they fall on their own. So says the Gemara, well, well, If while they're falling off the roof, they damage things, then it's exactly like Esh itself. No difference between Av and Tolda. <laughs> And Ibahade de and sorry, Kamaski, if while they're falling down, Hainu Aish. And therefore, Maishna Aish de Koach there's a secondary force at play here, which is wind, as David just pointed out. Wind makes fire move, uh, gravity makes rock fall, right? Or maybe that's really not the right way to say it. Gra uh, a wind pushed the rock off the top of the building is probably a little bit more accurate. And there we would say by the fire, these things that uh, that the wind blew off the building, 0 for 5. 
And now add Aish to the growing list of things where the Avos and the Toldos are identical. Finally, the Gemara comes up with a real answer. The Gemara says, you're right. So now I remember on the right side, Karen, Shane, Regel, uh, Bor, Mave, and now Aish. Got six things on the right side. So the Gemara says, Wait one second. We spoke about Regel already. Regel was, what was that? Answer number two? I think it was answer number two. I wrote it down. It's answer number two. Talking about regal again? That's a cheap shot. It doesn't even make any sense. So the Gemara says, what do you mean regal? Regal ha'ukimna tolda de regal karegal. We already discussed this. The tolda regal is like regal already. The Gemara says, don't worry. What is not the same is the consequences. When we have a tolda of regal, you're right that the that you're still chayiv, and they're very similar, but the punishments are different. There's a halacha with chati nezek, that one is only chayiv chati nezek on tsuroros. Tsuroros is a tolda of regel. Regel is where the animal's foot tramples on your fruit. Tsuroros is where the animal's leg kicks up a rock and then breaks, breaks your windshield. There, it is similar but the onesh is different. And therefore, we have an example where the tolda is not the same as the av. In all the other cases we've discussed, the punishments are identical. Here, because of a halacha sinai, not because of regular svara, but because of halacha sinai, the punishments of, of tsuroros, which is a tolda of regel, chatinezek tsuroros, Okay? Why is it that we call tsuroros a tolda of regel? Because it's similar to regel and that it needs to be paid from the, the finest of properties. Okay, this is the answer to Rav Papa. Let's review just so that we're super clear. We were confused yesterday as to where uh, um, Nazikin falls. Is Nazikin like Shabbos where Abbas and Toldos are similar? Or is Nazikin like Tuma where Abbas and Toldos are not? Rav Papa says it's split. It's really not split as we've concluded. Nearly everything is Avos and Toldos are the same in the world of Nazikin. The only exception is Regal as it relates to Tsuroros. The Tolda of Tsuroros as it relates to Regal has a different Onesh. That's Rav Papa's answer. So the far majority of things are Avos and Toldos are the same. And uh, everything else is uh, everything else is basically told us, and uh, most of them are told us are are the same as the av, except for chatzinez Toros, which is different. And we're actually going to stop at the two dots in a minute because it's just a bad place to break uh, where I had initially stopped. So we'll stop at the two dots. Let's just learn um, one or two more lines. The Gemara says the uh, But wait one second. You're saying that chatzinez Toros is a davar pashut. Rav Papa, it's not a Dever Pasha. Rav Papa, Rava struggled with it. How do we pay? Do we pay Migufa or do we pay Minho Aliyah? So the Gemara says, What's the problem? Why does Rav Papa have to be Kafav to, to Rava? Rava had a hard time with the question. Rav Papa didn't. So the, the problem is still is still solved. It says the Gemara, the Rava mi According to Rava, who says it's a problem, Amai Karile told the Regel. So the Gemara says, why is it, according to Rava, if you are not sure about what the punishment is, then how can you call it a Tolda of Regel? So he says, the reason why is Lepotra, Lepotra Birshus Harabim, is that had it been done in Rishus Harabim, then things would be different. It would have been Pater, and that needed to be under the umbrella 
of regel. We're going to stop right here with the two dots, three-fourths of the way down with the words hamave vehahever. And tomorrow we'll pick up on the actual discussion of the machlokas of what the word mave means. We saw a hint to it today. We'll see it in full tomorrow. Wishing you all a beautiful night.